contractors in this video slash podcast i'm going to share with you how to bulletproof your business for any recession any economy are we in a recession i don't know are we headed for one i don't know depends on who you talk to but no matter what the economy situation recession depression flourishing stick around i'm going to show you Eyeballs watching. Uh, leave me a comment. Let me know if you can hear this. Um, um, I am uh, my little. I didn't hear anything during my opening. Let's see. Let's see. I'll just go over here. Boom! 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 Yeah. Let's see. All right. Let's hope it's working. Let's hope it's working. Someone gives me a thumb up. I guess it's working. Hey, Dominate Your Trade podcast. Brian Adams here, the contractor's contractor. Hit me up. Got any questions as we're going through all of this? Uh, reach out to me, no matter if you're watching it live or if you're watching the replay. Uh, Joseph Gearley says, yes, you can hear me. All right, my man, I appreciate that because uh, you know, when I play that little opening clip, it's usually some cool music. But I didn't hear it. So uh, anyway, bulletproof your business for any economy uh, man you just i don't know like right now everyone that i talk to in construction i mean we're still swamped we're still back live we're still you know scheduling things out slowing down a little bit depending on your your uh, your neighborhood but uh actually i think we're all still doing pretty good uh, and a lot of that is because there's a, a shortage of companies a shortage of labor i mean you talk to anyone and they're not worried about the recession. They're not worried about getting leads. They're not worried about getting jobs. They're worried about hiring new guys because they don't have enough employees to get the jobs and the work done uh, that they have. So, hey, maybe uh, maybe that's going to end up helping us in the construction industry. But I know that it's uh, when it hits, if you're not ready for it, it hurts. Uh, and the quickest way, the uh, and I heard years ago as a kid growing up, uh, you know, when, when the guys had told me, no matter what it is that you do, if you're in the top 10 of that, you make money. And and that stuck with me for a long time. I kept thinking, is he right? Is he right? I was like, no way. I mean, you, you don't make money for like roller skating or skateboarding or uh, like water skiing or so you know snow skiing you see that on the olympics i guess those guys make but then tony hawk was making millions of dollars you know doing skateboard stuff and just you know whenever you're in the top 10 of whatever it is that you do even if it's a hobby uh you make money it just seems to be a following for that if you got eyes watching you that's marketing uh, these youtube videos that i'm doing to just put out all the content to help you guys grow your business i get a couple of pennies from that because you probably have to watch a little advertisement uh, and, and to skip it to, to get to the video, watch it a little bit longer. But uh, yes, whatever it is. And, the, and the, uh, the easiest way to make sure you always have a job is to be the best at what you do. Uh, just And that was for me coming up in construction. Now, I moved out to California from North Carolina uh, 
you know, I, I was raised, you know, working, you know, picking tobacco during the summer, uh, you know, lived with my grandmother. You had to work. If you wanted to eat, she'd beat you up, uh, literally. <laughs> it was a different day back then. But so when I came out to California, man, like work-wise, uh, I didn't know anything about construction. But when the guys told me to go out to the truck and get something, man, I, I popped to my feet. I ran out to the van, grabbed. If I wasn't sure what they told me to get, because I didn't know the name of the tool, I'd bring back five or six different things. I didn't care if they laughed at me, and I'd run back. Uh, and they appreciated that. And then as I got better and learned to trade better, uh, I was always, you know, top five of, of, of my area, meaning Southern California, at what we did. Uh, so I always had a job. Even when my guy got slow, uh, there was always two or three companies just say, hey, whenever you're slow, whenever you got a day off, you want some more hours, you know, come over here. You want to work the weekends, come over here. So I always had a job. So that's that's number one. Always have a job. Just, you know, be the best at what you do. Uh, I was a jerk, man. I ain't, I ain't, Actually, saying I was a jerk—that's that's probably being nice. I was—I was—I was a, I was a dick uh, because I knew how good I was, and I just—you know—I was just arrogant. I was just—I uh, mm. look back now, and, and I have like all the different contractors that I've worked for, man. I—I I have since apologized, uh, you know, ten times over. Uh, a bunch of us are still friends on, uh, on on different Facebook groups, and and we chuckle because I, I think back and I go, man, I don't know how you guys put up with me. And uh, one contractor buddy of mine was uh, honest and said, dude, because you made me so much money, I would have put up with almost anything because I got in, I got the job done. Uh, so be the best at what it is that you do. And that's pretty much the whole idea between bulletproofing uh, your business is whatever your trade is, whatever your business is really, but whatever your trade is, you have to become the best at it. Um, and when I first, I got into construction in 83, so, uh, by the time I started my own gig in the 90s, early 90s, late 89, 90, uh, starting my own business, there was a recession from like 1990 to 91, the dot-com, uh, bubble, you know, that, that was 2000, uh, 1990 was like the, the savings and loan and the, and the scandal, and I didn't pay any attention to that, I just, you know, I was just starting out. Uh, I didn't have a lot of work anyway. I was getting jobs from anybody. And some of these contractors that I used to work for would throw me some of their bad jobs. And a couple of them gave me some of the uh, restoration companies that they didn't want to deal with anymore because it's a pain in the ass dealing with restoration and insurance companies. But so it didn't matter. I was just, uh, you know, a buddy of mine says, man, how you doing with the recession? And I'm like, shit, man, I don't know. I just started the business. I'm just, I'm, I'm taking work wherever I can get it. Uh, and that's rule number one. As much crap as I like to talk about, don't get free estimates, uh, charge for consultations, don't lower your price, you know, all the shit bullshit you see on Facebook um, is rule number one is you get your ass out, you leave the house, you come home with a profit. Uh, the bigger the profit, the better you're going to uh, live. And, and, and that just isn't going to change. So, uh, I mean, just don't let you, what is it? Uh, your alligator mouth overload your hummingbird ass or, or, or something like that. But um, it, it's, rule number one never changes. Get up, leave the house, come home with profit. If you can get up and not leave the house and make profit, even better. The more profit, the better your life is going to be. Uh, 2001, we got hit with... Uh, so in the beginning of growing my business, I didn't know shit. You, you, uh, you've seen all the other videos. 
But come around 95 when uh, I met some people who started teaching me about business and how business didn't have anything to do with the trade and things turned around and then you start putting systems into place. So come 2001, uh, I was ready to move on, try a different career, try some different stuff and end up selling that business. And 2000, 2001 was a, a little small recession, the dot-com bubble, the Y2K, all that stuff. But we had, and that was way before the internet. Uh, and we had systems into place to where it wasn't about the internet marketing or any of that. It was, you know, the, uh, the past clients, the interior designers, the decorators, uh, the contractors that we worked with, uh, you know, the phone book was still in play, uh, penny saver was still in play, mailers, uh, yard signs. Uh, you know, if you, if you haven't watched it uh, or listened to the podcast of old school marketing, you want to check that out. Uh, because all of that came into play, how we got the phone to ring, how we answered the phone, how we kept the guys busy, all of that stuff. So we, so even as I was selling the company in 2001, that small recession, you know, never, you know, did anything to us. But, and then 2008 hit, and we'll talk about 2008 in a second, but someone is always working in the construction industry. Someone is always working in every industry, even during the great, great, great depression, like 1930, 32, 33, uh, half of the construction companies went out of business during that time, which means half of them were working. You want to be the half working. Uh, do you have to lower your price? I don't know. Uh, maybe not. We didn't in 2001, 2008, uh, we didn't. Other prices get lowered. You're, you're Building material is going to get lower because of supply and demand sitting on the shelves at Home Depot, sitting on the shelves at Butcher Block, wherever you get it. So uh, they're getting backlogged because the building slows down. So that price becomes lower. Your materials, your finishes, your paints, all of that stuff. Those prices probably get dropped. You can buy in bulk, make some money that way. You can always, the recessions and the downturns is when you want to make the most money. You just got to set yourself up for it. Uh, so as those material prices go down, gives the homeowner a chance that, you know, they've been sitting on money. They know it's coming. A lot of homeowners wait till Christmas time, you know, Thanksgiving, New Year's, and get work done in the winter because they know that the summer is construction people's busy time. They want to try to get a better deal. But when those, those prices come down, you know, you're able to bring your price down in that way. Uh, a lot of guys have already moved on and, and doing something else or just, you know, falling out of business, quit business, uh, just they weren't ready. So it's still, you don't, you're not lowering that labor cost because there's probably fewer of us to choose from. And when I'm talking about being the best in your industry, uh, is, is uh, you, you're going to hang around, you're going to be the one, but you don't have to lower the prices. So that kind of stuff, you know, and, uh, but you want to be, so to prepare yourself for it is one, and, and I did a video a couple of years ago uh, that, that warned of, a, you know, recession coming, get ready, all that crap. But uh, it really is just, you know, save, 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 like, you know, like the world is on fire. My grandmother went, kind of lived through the depression. They saved everything. They were hoarders. But I'm talking about save the money, save the money, save the money. So when you have, when you're cash rich, cash heavy, uh, you're able to take advantage of a lot of stuff. So you need to be prepared for it right now. We've had so many good years. And when COVID hit, 
because they talked about staying home, uh, we really stopped spending any money because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. You know, they're going to tell us we couldn't leave the house and, you know, war break out, whatever the hell. Uh, but from the time they said, you know, COVID shut down, all that other stuff, I mean, it's just construction wise, the phone didn't stop ringing, hasn't stopped ringing. It's been booked up ever since. But mentally, we had already said, man, you know, you squash it, spend it, any money, save every penny. And we kept that mentality through the whole two years of the COVID. And uh, so now we're sitting, you know, pretty decent, waiting on shit to hit, hit the bottom and take advantage of, uh, you know, of, of some really good deals. Uh, so but you're, someone's going to be working. You want to make sure it's you. And, and, and you've got to be the best. And that's why I keep telling you guys over and over again, you have to have that internet presence. Because, yeah, if you're the best, but no one knows you're the best, then what the fuck good is it? You've got to have the content videos online, uh, whether it's YouTube. YouTube is king. Just get, just get them on YouTube. Uh, YouTube videos never go away. You can put them on all the other platforms. It's free. You can take videos, have them chopped up, and, and put them wherever the hell you want to put them on TikTok, whatever. But you need that presence, whether it's your website, your YouTube, Google My Business, all of that stuff. You got to have the video testimonials. You got to be showing all the jobs that you do. You got to be educating the homeowner. You can say you're the best all day long, but if no one knows you exist, you don't exist. You ain't the best. So I keep harping on you guys. It's got to be, you've got to have that online presence. Uh, once we came back into construction, 2004, 2005, the internet was in full swing. We took advantage of it. Uh, it was 10 times easier to build a business. Uh, and, and we've never slowed down. Sold the second company in 2008, uh, right in the middle of the crazy, what they call the great recession you know and that was the big housing you know you know bubble burst in and all the mortgages that people shouldn't have had uh i had so many like framers and drywall guys friends of mine that just it went belly up uh, but we stayed busy one because we had the online presence uh, so many people went out of business uh, and people were still doing work most of the time, it was these homes that were like being foreclosed on. The investors were buying them. Work had to be done so they could sell them. Uh, or people were like, I don't want to go into foreclosure. Uh, let's fix it up and sell it. You know, if we fix it up, we can get as much as we can, but get all of that stuff. So there's always going to be work. It's, it, you just want to make sure that you're the one doing the work. Uh, boom, Jack, what's up, love? What's up, love? She said, be smart, be smart. To be like smart, I mean smart. <laughs> and it is. So, um, so that's the thing is like, you've got to have that presence. But I want you to fine tune everything. If, if uh, some of the videos with the first conversation I ever have with any contractor, the first thing I ask them to do is look back over the last three months, six months, year, three years. Look back at all the projects that you've done. Which projects brought in the most amount of profit for the least amount of effort? And that's what I really think you should be focusing on. You want to fine tooth everything. Uh, when, I, when I read Henry Ford's biography, you know, in uh, Henry, what is it? Is when, when Henry Ford was, you know, uh, building the trucks and putting together the company, his goal every year was three things. One, he wanted to be able to pay his employees more. 
He wanted to be able to sell the trucks cheaper to the consumer, and he wanted to make more profit for the company. You put those three things together, and it shouldn't work. It shouldn't work. It's like the golden triangle that we have in construction almost anything is uh, time, uh, time, economics, and uh, like budget. It's like you, you can pick two of the three. If you want it done fast and cheap, or you want it done fast and, and not save money, but you, you can't have all three. And But Henry Ford was doing all three. He wasn't letting them waste eight seconds here, three seconds there, 12 seconds over here. He was just fine-tuning everything to where it, the company ran so efficient. And that's what I'm asking you to do right now, whether there's a recession ever. It's just the best way to run your business. You kind of focus on two or three things, one if you can, and you just do it over and over and over again. You fine tune it, you save everything. You become so good at something, you could charge 20% less than your competition, but do it so efficient, you make 20% more profit than they would. But you're so good at it, you don't have to charge less. You can charge 20% more and end up making 40% more profit than they would. Does that make sense? Do the numbers. Meaning, you're going to get so good, so efficient at what it is that you do. If you're charging, if your competition is charging 500 or 700, you're charging, uh, you could, if they're charging $1,000, you could charge $700. They charge $1,000, but the way they do it, they only walk away with a, a $500 profit. You could charge $700 and still walk away with a $600 or, or $400 or $450 profit because you do it so efficiently. That's what I'm asking you to do. But you're so good at it, you're not charging less. They're charging $1,000, you're charging $1,400. But you're so efficient, that's how you get that huge profit margin. You need to be working on that part of your business no matter what the recession is coming up, no matter what the economics says. It's, uh, that's, that's just business smart. And... During the recession, when things slow down, I get more calls from contractors. Even now, uh, they'll be on a job site and, and a homeowner or someone will ask them to do a project that they're not familiar with, but they're looking like, oh, man, like I don't want to say no to the money. Say no to the money. <laughs> Just say no. Learn to say no. Don't take on jobs and projects that you're not familiar with. But when we get into a recession, when things do slow down and the phone's not ringing as much as you want it, when you don't have the leads coming in, you will say yes to stuff that you should say no to. And not only do you not leave home and come home with a profit, you get up early, leave home, and come home with less than you did if you hadn't left. You see what I'm saying? I know some of you guys have done it because I've done it. Uh, it's just stay in what they call stay in your lane. Uh, you start venturing off doing things that you're not familiar with. It's going to take you two to three times longer than it would you know, someone who knows how to do it. You don't want to start spending money buying new tools, renting tools that you don't have for certain projects. Just you got to say no to the job. You got to say no to the project. You've got to get the phone to ring even when there's no work coming in. You've got to be the guy that they're calling. They're going to call someone. Let it be you. The only way they're going to know you exist is if is with that online presence. You've got to be, because, I don't know, maybe like out of 10 people, you may be number five best. But if the top five don't show up anywhere on the internet, when people go to search for whatever it is that you do, roofer, plumbing, flooring, painter, it doesn't matter. The top five guys that didn't do everything I'm asking you to do right now, 
you show up, you're better than the other three or four guys, you're going to be the one. If your online presence shows up, even though the other guys may have a small website, may have something, it's who makes the better presence. You've got to reach out. You've got to be the one. Uh, I, just, I can't tell you guys that over and over and over again. So it depends on who you ask. Some people would say we've been in a recession since November. According to the numbers, the facts, the all oh, that they go through, uh, it looks like we've been in a recession for 13 days. It, I don't know. Just it, but as I say, in construction, we're still booked up. We're still overbooked. We're still putting things behind. Uh, but is it coming? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a, it's just a crazy time. And if you build your business correctly. You're not really going to fill it anyway. I mean, I don't know, if you got 12, 14 guys working, you may have to lay off you know, two or three, or they're not as busy. Or if you've got all your ducks in a row, you don't have to lay off anyone. You as a company can, can make less profit and not really fill it. And your guys uh, will all continue to work, will all continue to be paid, and you'll look like the knight in shining armor. Uh, that's where I want you to be. Uh, the JB, 1321 views this month. Google my business. Stay active. 1,300 views this month. There's only, see, 30 days in a month, 31 days in a month. Damn, divide that up. Very good, brother. Very good. Um, Got to be there. Got to be present. And it's free. There's just no reason not to be posting 50-second video, a couple of before and after pictures. Not the after pictures. Uh, don't, don't piss me off. Uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Short podcast today. Uh, reach out to me. Uh, man, what are we going to talk about next week? What is it it's supposed to be? I, to, I should have wrote it down. Anyway, anything, anything question-wise and stuff before we get out of here? Just to recap it real quick, to dominate your trade, bulletproof your business for any economy, is just be the best in your industry. Uh, do the same thing same two or three things over and over and over again. Get extremely efficient. But you got to make sure that even if, uh, whether you're the best or not, you got to look like you're the best on the internet when people go to search for your services, whether it's through YouTube, your website, Google My Business, Facebook. I'm not a fan of Facebook, but hell, here we are, we're on it. Um, uh, just the Facebook leads aren't equal to the uh, Google uh, leads. So, uh, and I'm telling you, save money, save the money, uh, have your company be cash strong so uh, you can keep your employees working even when the company itself isn't as busy as it should be. Uh, it's too hard to find great employees and train them and hire them and all of that stuff. Keep, them, keep the great ones uh, and keep them busy. Uh, even if 50% of the people in your area go out of business and don't have any work, that means, I don't know, 10 people around, if there's 10 people working, five of them are not working, five of them are going to be working. You need to be one of them. Uh, but you either put the work in now or you're going to cry later. It's up to you. Anyway, guys, Brian Adams, contractor, contractor, dominate your trade, and uh, we will see you next week. Enjoy, guys. Talk to you soon.